Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I'm Tyler Walzak. I'm here with Puya Raisi. Very you had interesting. To think of the title of the show. You had to think of the title of the show on that. No, I was looking at something over here. There's something that I saw in front of me. It's like, I always have to think about the title of the show. I've gotten better over the last couple of weeks, but it's weird because you call it RDTC usually in production meetings. And then I got to be like, oh, what does that I, mean? I never said RDTC until I now. say it. I say it all the okay. time. And it's our Instagram handle. handle. It's It's. You've thrown off my whole intro here. I was going to lean into something hard and get the topics going. You've screwed me over. You screwed oh, me. Should we start again? Nope. We're in it now. <laughs> We're in it now. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson, today. It is Wednesday night. Um, this will come out Thursday morning, and I'm sure everybody will know, and they're going to want to hear our takes, which, by the way, our takes have been on fire as of last week. Last week, we called... Uh, for Lamar Jackson, why is no one talking about him being MVP? And then this week, all they've been talking about is Lamar Jackson as MVP. So we were a, a week ahead of that. Yeah. Um. And the other thing we were a week ahead of is Brock Purdy is not the MVP of the San Francisco 49ers. Christian McCaffrey is. And that's all people are talking about now as well. So we are two for two on things that people should be talking about and are just now talking about. So we're a week ahead of everybody else. So if you're listening to other podcasts, trying to get information, stop. Because we are a week ahead of everybody else. Perfect. Now, Russell Wilson <laughs> benched uh, for the last two games. Now it's for financial reasons, but it's a little more complicated than that. Because they're probably going to cut him at the end of this. So a couple things I saw about this. Leading up to this, there was that incident where, I guess what, he took a snap, right? And yeah. Uh, and we talked about it last week, I think. Screamed at him. Do you think he would have ever lost it like that on Drew Brees? No, because Drew Brees probably wouldn't have done a mistake like that. Drew Brees and Russell Wilson have very similar resumes, no? Um, Sure, they both won a Super Bowl. Never both, got that MVP. Never got both that got MVP. Close. But I would both say that one Super Bowl. Drew Brees statistically is far superior. I agree. Russell Wilson. I agree. Um, I said I also, similar, not the same. I also think that the work ethic, again, we're not on these teams, but the work ethic um, and teammate relationship also favors Drew Brees. I agree. I, I like Drew Brees more too, but. I just don't know. Being, yeah, go, go. Point B. The point being is like, I don't know if that's a good relationship for those two. I don't think it's a good fit. Well, this is, this is what it kind of, that one thing that you talked about where they kind of had that blow up on the sidelines and it wasn't even a them thing. It was Sean Payton screaming at Russell Wilson is maybe, maybe Russell Wilson was doomed from the get go from when Sean Payton came in. Because why would Sean Payton take that job if he didn't like Russell Wilson or he knew that he could give Russell Wilson an opportunity to make the GM and owner happy but really, his I, his whole plan, regardless, was to blow up the Russell Wilson relationship, get him out of there, and then bring in his own quarterback. Which is odd because why did Drew? Uh, why did um, Sean Payton want to do this to the Broncos? He could have gone to another team. A lot of teams would have picked him up. Well, that's exactly it. That part doesn't make sense. Now, in his press conference when he first got the job, they asked him, "Are you here because of the quarterback?" Like a lot of coaches will choose where they want to go because of the quarterback 100%. that is starting. And yeah. that's kind of the weird part is like, why didn't Sean Payton just wait a year and then coach the chargers? Cause they have a quarterback that is elite that everyone raves about. And they have an offense offensive lines, a little banged up a little weak, but they have a good offense, good offensive players and their defense is strong. So why would Sean Payton take this? But any, anyway, so in his press conference, when he first got the job, he said, Someone asked him about the quarterback. It was is this why you're here? And he said, "I'm here because of the GM and the owner." So I feel like he was he didn't like Russell Wilson from this from the jump, and was just like, yeah. "I'm going to give him a shot to make you guys happy, and then I'm going to tell you why it's not going to work, and we're going to get rid of him. We'll eat the thirty seven million dollars next year. We'll eat the thirty nine million dollars the year after that. But he can't be the leader of this team anymore." And I'm I was kind of shocked by this. 
it is an odd situation to put themselves in. It seemed like this season he was better. Well, that looked better. And but not I was better than that. It's not the right situation for the success of that team. Not even it's not better. good for anybody. It's not good for the coach. It's not good for Wilson. It's not good for the the rest of the players. It's not good for the fans. It's not good. It's not a good situation. It's not a good fit. Well, it's also it's not that he's just better than he was last year. He's better than majority of the starting quarterbacks this year. It's sure. been a very bad well, quarterback here. Very few of them left. That's what I mean. Is so. <laughs> So it's weird to go away from the one guy who has won a Super Bowl that has been in MVP conversations, not saying that he's like won one because he hasn't, but you're you're giving away a top, let's say 15, just for argument's sake, top 15 quarterback out of spite, it seems. Yeah, it kind of made me think, at what point does he fall into the same situation as Cam Newton when he just can't get a job anymore? I think I think it's now. You don't think he goes to another team next year? Oh, who who would he go like so it depends on how much one, how much money he is able to get or how much money he wants. Two, he kind of he's gonna have to rebuild his image. No? Because he a lot of shit came out about him these last two years when he left Seattle. Like his teammates didn't like him. Marshawn Lynch famously talked about how he didn't even have his number. And when he tried to call him one time, his manager was like, Well, you have to go through this person and this person, and Marshawn was just like Fuck that. I'm not doing that. Like, this guy's supposed to be my teammate. He's supposed to be the quarterback of our team. So he has an image thing to to do, but like I don't know, like Vegas, they need a quarterback. A lot of the, teams need a quarterback, but is the he Patriots the right Patriots need a quarterback? Like there's there's teams that make the commanders, um the I don't know, like the Panthers doesn't make sense because they just drafted that kid, but Falcons, Falcons need a quarterback. Like it's just there's teams you're you're not wrong. There's teams that need a quarterback, but why would you risk? I if you were one of these teams, would you want Russell Wilson? Right now, yeah, it it, it depends a lot on you know what what we have. Right, some of these teams are just using backups. The Giants, I think the Giants are going to need a quarterback. I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. And but you bring in uh, you bring in Russell Wilson, you're basically telling everybody that Daniel Jones is not the guy. Well, they're not going to do that. They already gave him the big money, and he missed exactly. the season. So they're going to play him again next year. That's not going to happen. Uh, Tennessee Steelers, Steelers could is use. yeah. Steelers will need a guy. Tennessee is will leave us the future. Are they are they convinced he's the guy? Yeah, because if not, they need somebody. Yep. Yeah, that like I bet you Ryan Tannehill gets a starting job next year before Russell Wilson does. As a starter, as a starter, I think I think Ryan Tannehill will sign with somebody or get traded to be a starting quarterback of another team before Russell Wilson is signed to be a starter for another team. Okay. It just made, I, it just doesn't make sense like it just I like I think I take Russell Wilson over Tannehill still. Maybe, but it's but the cost has got to be the price has to be right for Wilson. Yeah, his price has got to have gone down. Nobody's going to give him the same kind of money. Oh god no. God no. No, his no. He'll be lucky to get starting salary. Yeah. But with Tannehill, I'd rather have a guy that quarterback savvy, um, sorry, pocket quarterback, um, and the good in the dressing room. Because again, the thing with Wilson is you bring in a guy that a lot of people probably don't like. His teammates now speak a little like a little better of him, but are you convinced from what you hear about him being a good teammate? Like I don't it's they're also cutting him. Like he, they're cut. They're taking. They're literally paying forty million dollars to not have him around the team. Oh, I get that. It's that was one of the best scenes in the movie Moneyball. Is when they explained to the guy, "Listen, these guys dislike you so much. They're paying you not to play for them." Yeah. Well, get that through your head, right? That reality check moment. And I think Russell Wilson, in all likelihood, has had some reality check moments. And I think he's probably better in the dressing room. We'll see once he's gone and the truth will come out, right? Yeah. Nobody, once he's gone, it's, that's right. Yeah, it's rare that you see teams bashing their teammate at the time. But once and, he's gone, we'll see. Because nothing came out in Seattle. You thought that was a Cinderella fit there in Seattle, right? Oh, yeah. You thought it was his team. Everyone loved him. That's what you thought. Yeah. So we'll see. So here's the weirdest part about it to me is that they're saying we're benching him 
Because if he gets injured, his money becomes guaranteed. They have to pay it no matter what. Yeah. Whereas if he doesn't get injured, then they can cut him. Now, they're still not technically eliminated from a playoff spot yet. They are. Yeah, that was the part I was one game. At. I, it, they're a huge long shot, though. They are, but they're still like one. Like if everyone loses this week and they win, then they're tied for for a wild card spot. And then all they have to do is that same thing to happen next year. Like, but they I don't have they the tiebreaker help. over the Raiders, do they? No, but uh, no, they don't. But the Raiders, if the Raiders lose their next two games, then th- then they're in the then they've leapfrogged them. Steelers lose their next two. Then the Raiders are the hottest them. team in the NFL right now. The Steelers, they are, they are no the Raiders. The Raiders, Raiders are oh, America's yeah. team right now. Everybody loves the Raiders. Here's the thing: like, here's the thing I'm scared about with the Raiders is when. Two years ago, when they made playoffs with um, Rick Bisaccia, is that right? We've talked about this before. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, he. Everyone thought that he was going to be the next head coach because he was able to take that team, get them back on online, and then make the playoffs. Now that same conversation is happening with Antonio Pierce, and I'm just sitting there going, "Why is everyone thinking that he's going to get this job next year? Is is Mark Davis going to be like?" Oh yeah, I, I screwed this up earlier. So now I'm actually going to keep Antonio Pierce. Or is he going to do the same thing he always does and says, "Thank you, Antonio Pierce, getting us to the playoffs." Maybe they're not in a spot right now, but if he gets them in the playoffs, he's not just going to go, "Boom, I want Antonio Pierce." He's going to go try to get someone else. He's going to try to get yeah, Harbaugh. but he's I wouldn't be try to get the Belichick. Raiders aren't playing great football. The Raiders are just doing what everybody wants them to do. They got Brandon Staley fired. They made Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes' annoying wife cry on that on national TV. That's the greatness that the Raiders are doing. That was the <laughs> ugliest win against the Chiefs. Well, their quarterback, I don't think he completed a pass after the first quarter. No, he didn't do a lot. Their, That's their offense did nothing. I didn't watch this game out of spite because I was in my semifinals for my fantasy. And the guy I was playing against is one of those people that immediately will message you congratulations the second that something goes wrong in the first quarter of the first game on Thursday. And it's just like so annoying. It's like, oh, oh, this person got only got me six points on Thursday. Like game's over. I might as well concede. I'm like, concede then. Just concede then because you're ruining the games for me. I, I didn't watch the Chiefs game because he has Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, I don't want to be on my phone and I don't want to watch the game. I just want to make it to the finals, which I did end up doing. Um, But it's like, I didn't watch any of that game because of that. So I turned it on. I saw the score and I was like, holy, that's not, that is not going to be good for anybody whose conspiracy is that Taylor Swift is ruining the Kansas City Chiefs. Taylor Swift is ruining Travis Kelsey because when they first started dating, the whole, the whole thing was Travis Kelsey's having his best year ever. And it's all because of Taylor Swift. I'm like, now that team is crumbling in front of everybody on national television. And you see, Brittany Mahomes crying. You see Taylor Swift get upset because she also, one, doesn't really understand the sport, so she's just yelling at everything. Travis Kelsey is actively diving in the end zone, not for balls, but to try to get calls. Like, everything is going poorly for the Chiefs. Like, I wonder, can they still miss the playoffs? Where are they right now? Yes, they can. It'll be tough. Or they... It'll be tough. They probably, there is not a possibility... The Raiders can take top spot in that division. It is possible. That division. Is I don't Chiefs, know if Raiders, they can Broncos, still Chargers, miss out yeah. on a wild card. I think they can still lose a wild card. If the Raiders their win the record, next two and the Chiefs lose the next two, then then they have the tiebreaker. The Raiders have the tiebreaker. Raiders have the tiebreaker. Wow, that would put the Chiefs out of the playoffs. That would just because the the Raiders aren't in the playoffs right now. How amazing would it be to watch the Kansas City Chiefs miss the playoffs? I think that's probably what I'm rooting for most. I, I I'd love it now. I'd if love you're it. rooting for a team to to not do well. That's why I said the Raiders the are team. America's team now. The Raiders are America's team. Everybody is back in the Raiders, not because they want the Raiders to go anywhere. They just want to see the Raiders get this guy fired, make that girl cry, <laughs> make this team make lose the miss the playoffs. Right? That's all they want. Now the Raiders have to beat the Colts this weekend. Which, Which the Colts are, yeah, it's very possible. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then they got the Broncos at, so that's probably a win. Which again is possible. Yeah. Against the backup QB. And then now, the, the Raiders Chiefs, don't have a QB themselves. No, they don't. But they don't, they've just shown that all they have to do is throw it in the first quarter and they can do whatever the hell they want after. The Chiefs have, looking at their schedule right now, click, 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 press one too many buttons. They got the Bengals this week. Bengals sucked this past weekend. Yeah. 
But also, they could have a comeback game, like a step back, go back, come back up game. The and then, they, uh, then they have the Chargers. Then they have the Chargers after that. The Chiefs should be able to win one of these next two games. They should be able to, but the Chiefs are not looking at what's the Chiefs' record. They have some sort of like an nine NFC South esque record right now. They're nine and six right now. They're nine, nine and, six. and six. Yeah, so they could very well go nine and eight. Yeah, man, what a what a bad second half to the season. You know who else is having a bad second half? The Jaguars. Oh yeah, dude, what's going on? What is happening there? Like the South Division suck. That's our team, though. That's our that's our Man. that's our love team. They got the Panthers left. That's a win, right? You cannot. I'm lose off. That game. I'm off the Jaguars. I'm gone. I've really fair weather fan, and it's rainy days. Yeah, well, we just like them because of their story. With I like Trevor Lawrence, and I like. Yeah, uh, I got nothing against him, but Calvin Ridley, and you're a big Calvin Ridley guy now too because you started gambling. No, I'm 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 off the gambling. It's over. It's over. Count- what happened? Well, I cashed out my profits, and then I fumbled the winnings. How did you fumble the winnings? Well, I just made a lot of aggressive bets and didn't win. Well, so I cashed done. out my profit and my initial investment, so I'm okay. Like I didn't try again next year. What? Why? Why would you try again next year? There's still lots. Well, I didn't lose. Year. I didn't lose. Right, but you're giving giving up on the year. So you're a yeah. loser still. Because I don't want to dip in again this year. I kind of set my goal. I said, you know, I put in this much. Once I withdrew, once I withdrew, once I withdrew with the amount won, I said I can gamble what's left here, and that's it. If I have to now re-add to it, that's how they get you. So you said, putting in X amount, I want to win Y amount. Uh, I got Y amount, and I'm just, oh, sorry, I got my X amount back, so I'm just going to gamble with house money. Yes. And then that, you went south on that. Yes. That's not a bad way to gamble. That's what you're supposed to do. That's actually the it, healthy style of yeah. gambling. It, it is, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Well, you're um, only one win away from just becoming filthy rich. You know? <laughs> um, okay, I got beef with Thursday night. Thursday night's game. And it's not with the teams. It's not with the actual game. It's not with anything. It is with a wide receiver that we talked about last week. And his actions this weekend and how people are saying that this is a bounce back week for him where he proved himself. And I'm saying that that is all horse shit and he didn't prove anything to me. And I'm talking about George Pickens. Yeah. He proved who he is. He's not going to block. He's not going to do those fundamental things, those X factor type things that don't show up on the stat sheet. He's a player who's going to play for the stat sheet who to him it's receptions, yards, and touchdowns make a great receiver. And that's who he is. His cards what? are on the table. But, but his cards are on the table. What's wrong with knowing what kind of player you have? That's but who here's he my is. thing. That's what he values. And if you want him as a player, that's what you can expect to get out of him. Here's my thing. Is after... So the thing about last week was he didn't block for his teammate. Okay, that's what happened last year. If anyone... Or last week, if, if everyone missed Two that. Weeks Two weeks ago. So no, it was last week. Not this past weekend, the weekend before. Yeah. Week 15. So any, anyways, um, it was his blocking and his team effort, which was called into question. Then he comes out this Thursday night, and he scores like a 70-yard touchdown catch, and then he scores like another 80-yard touchdown catch, something like that. Has a huge game. But he's silencing the crowd, and he's putting earmuffs on. Dude, no one is ever doubting your skill. No one is doubting that you can't catch the football. No one is doubting that you can't make a big play. No one is doubting that you should be scoring two touchdowns every game. We all know you have that talent. The whole thing, so him telling everyone to shut up about about who he is, is bullshit to me because you're still the guy we all think you are. You're not going to put in for your team. You're a very selfish individual player. So telling us to be quiet makes no sense to us because we know you can do this. That's not the question. The question is whether or not you want to be here. And that is the difference between being able to tell people to shut up and then being able to like perform in both sides of being a good teammate. And in that same game, the guy that called him out, his teammate Jalen Warren, that said, I would make that pay, or I would make that block. I would do anything for my teammates. That's the type of person I am. He might not be that guy. Came out in that game when they did a um a lateral pass or whatever to one of the wide receivers. He went ahead and 
full steam blocked a guy into another guy and did everything he could to help that play. It just it just bugs the shit out of me that George Pickens is able to celebrate like that because it tells me that you're not understanding what the issue is that people have with you. No one's doubting your talent. We all know you should be a top 10 wide receiver in this league, but you're blocking the things that come with that, the the other stuff that your team expects you to do. You're not doing that, and that is why we are criticizing you. We're not criticizing you because of your talent. We're criticizing you because you don't want to be here. Yeah, I get what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you on that's the kind of player I would want on my team, but there are a lot of situations where if you can play like he played in that last game on a consistent basis, you will have a free pass to not block. They will excuse that. As long as you're putting up numbers like that or something close to that on a consistent basis, obviously not every single game, you'd be, you know, you'd be in the Hall of Fame before you retired if you did that every single game. But you will get a pass from not blocking. Will you? I think so. Those that that is that is a good game he had. But like AJ Brown's still out there blocking. I, I, I don't know if St. Brown I is out there blocking. Dis, I don't disagree that they'd want that. All the wide receivers on San Francisco are out there blocking. I don't disagree that that's what teams would want, but as long as you can find a way to contribute, maybe like you're not contributing to, you know, take some players. We always go to basketball because we just wish we got that basketball podcast. A guy like Draymond Green or Dennis Rodman, they couldn't score. They couldn't contribute in every facet. They couldn't contribute in every facet of the game, but they could contribute well enough in one facet that it made their value, the reason, like the reason that they had them on the team worth it. They brought in their value. So wouldn't it be... So if he's making receptions, getting yards, and scoring points, it's still worth it for them. If he's not doing that, when his attitude was checked out, I don't think... I agree. I don't think he wants to be on the Steelers, but I think he probably just took it personally as a shot against him and a criticism of his capabilities as a player. So he wanted to show up that I'm, I'm a good player. But I agree. I don't think he wants to be on the Steelers. His body language all season is showing yeah. he doesn't want to be on the Steelers. But... It just bugs me I that think he'll, he can he'll tell... get a pass on the not blocking as long as he is doing his part. But as well, soon as he's part, not, yeah. then as soon as he's yeah. not, hit the road. Yeah. yeah. But I, it just bugs me that he doesn't understand why the hell we're all, everyone was up in arms about that. Especially a team that's supposed to run the ball. They're supposed to be hard nosed, blue collar city running the ball. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the Detroit Lions before we get into the MVP race um, because I did a little bit of that earlier. First time winning the NFC North. We won a division, but it was the NFC Central back in 1993. The Buccaneers were part of that division. Um, do you do you personally remember a Detroit Lions division win? I Did don't watch remember celebrating a win. I watched football at that age, but I don't remember it being that important to me. Like I remember, I remember. You don't the even know the division game. back then. It was what the was the division back then? It was everybody, but they added Buccaneers went to another one. No, no. So but what was the name of the division? The central. It wasn't the same. They weren't. It was the, it central, was the central. central. Yeah, it was the NFC Central. Yeah. They called it the Black and Blue Division. Um, it just, it. I don't. I also don't remember the win that year either. But I remember the like. I remember them playing. I remember them playing. Uh so this to me was very much a. Like we did it. We've like I can't believe that we actually did it. I will never believe that we actually did it. And I get like. This so we got a hat and a t-shirt that says NFC North Division Champions. So we can call ourselves NFC North Champions. Now, everybody in the world's gonna say if we lose the playoff game, you still you still suck. I get that. And I'm terrified that they're going to lose a playoff game. I'm terrified that they are going to lose a playoff game. You can't misquote me on that. I'm very, 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 very afraid that they're going to lose a playoff game. But that is because I've been following this team my entire life. And that's what happens to this team is they do things where you're just like so happy. You have all the hope in the world. And then it's taken away from you at the last second. And you're just like, well, uh, at first you're pissed. And now you're just like, yeah, yeah, that's what they do. So I don't, I don't know how to feel moving forward. I want to win. I want to beat the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Very very badly because I don't want just a division. I want that second seed. I do not want Matthew Stafford to come to fucking Detroit. And I love Matthew Stafford. I don't know if I can deal with that drama of him coming back because I love him. So two points. 
Number one, on paper, the Detroit Lions were the team to win that division. Yes. It was expected this year. It was expected. Also, watching the teams in that division play, it's no surprise the Detroit Lions won that division. Yeah. So they that all crumbled. played out, you know, like it, I, I, I don't think it's a miracle. I don't think it's anything like, you know, they they managed to do it. They did it handedly and, you know, they more or less sat at the top of that division for the entirety of mm-hmm. the, the season, right? It was. I'm pretty sure they were first kind place of the entire time. And yeah. They fulfilled their destiny. Yes. For the playoffs, there's definitely something about Matthew Stafford coming back to uh, Detroit, but. As much as you're afraid of it, none of these Detroit Lions on this, like this new Detroit Lions, none of them have the same kind of demons to exercise as Matthew Stafford did on the Lions. Matthew no. Stafford never won in Detroit. No, I know, but that's not the, that's not what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of no. I, Matthew I, I know Stafford you're, you're is not of... going to walk into Detroit at a home game and get booed. He will not be booed. There will not be a loud disdain for Matthew Stafford when in a playoff game you bring in Geno Smith or you bring in, let's say, the Vikings get that spot. They're going to get booed to shit. It's going to be loud as hell. But Matthew Stafford is going to get a standing ovation in that playoff game. And that's what scares me is that because, again, none of the players on the, the Lions, well, there's like eight, players that played with Matthew Stafford, I think, on the Lions now when he was in Detroit. It's just that like he is going to go into an environment where he is very comfortable in winning. And Matthew Stafford has always been a guy that can pull out a win. And that's what that's what makes me fearful. Right. Can I add to some of your woes here? Oh no. What? So I think there's two teams in the AFC that look like threats to get the, the biggest threats to get to the Super Bowl. Obviously the Ravens. Yep. Ravens look and like at, Super Bowl favorites right now, especially yeah. what they just did to the, the 49ers. As of late, I'd say the one team that's actually playing well, if they can sustain this momentum, is the Bills. Yeah. The Bills are actually playing well. Those are the two teams I put to actually crush everybody else. If and, I was a fan of the AFC, an AFC team, specifically the Dolphins, Chiefs, Ravens, the Buffalo Bills are the one team that I would not want to play in the first round. Yep, I agree. That like they are they are just clicking, and there's always the team in December that clicks, and they got it figured out, and they just steamroll people, no. and that is right now is the Buffalo Bills. Now in the NFC, I think the 49ers are are, are the by far favorite. away, yeah, favorites. Even with but the loss, they've of the also Ravens. they've also shown that they can be defeated quite handedly too. Yeah. Now well, they just uh, were. There's one team. There's one team that hung with the Ravens blow for blow until a couple questionable risky throws at the end of the game to try and win it by Matthew Stafford. And that's the LA Rams. Well, that's what I mean is they're playing very good football. They are the one team I can see if they, I think they have as of recent have put in the best shot against dethroning the league's best team in the Ravens is the Rams. They put in a way better effort than San Francisco did. I 100% agree with you. Since their bye week, they are 5-1. and one. Their bye week was week 10. They're 5-1 and one since then, up to this point now, and their only loss is to the Baltimore Ravens. Just to throw more basketball references in there. And this 37-31. Is their, this is their last dance. They all said, listen, guys, we can all retire after yes. this season. Let's just go for it. Let's win it. And then they we should... all leave. It's actually going to come down to to St. Louis. It's over. We're good. So the Rams have the Giants this week. Okay. So that's a win. So that puts them at nine and seven. And then they play the 49ers in the last week. Rams are going to make the playoffs. Which which could have no implication for the 49ers and they rest players. If they're already getting that bye, if by then they're already getting the bye, that might be a win for the Rams. I wonder. We don't know. I know that if the Eagles win out, they get the if, but the yeah. Eagles are stumbling too. Yeah, but there was yeah they won though. They still well, they got easy games. Game. They got easy games left, don't they? Yeah, they. But they also that that Giants game was supposed to be Eagle or Eagles. The Giants game was supposed to be easy, but they didn't. They went that went down saying, to the Eagles last quarter. Looking, the Eagles. No. 
are not on on track to be hot in the playoffs. They got the Cardinals, then they got the Giants. The 49ers <clears throat> next week have the Commanders, and then after that they have the Rams. Like the Rams, the, the I think feels like the 49ers have to play that game against the Rams. I I'm I'm throwing this out there. The Eagles drop one of those two games. Which one? Just one of them? You, doesn't matter. You think one? I of almost them? think the Cardinals. It's the game is where are we what am I looking at here? Uh the game this week is the Giants. I know that was the Giants and then Cardinals this week. Is it in Philly? Or is it in I got it up here? I'm just scrolling. It's in Philly. They're ten and a half point favorites. And then oh. the week eighteen is in New York. I think they lose the game in New York. They haven't lost in New York in a in a while. I know, sure. but it's sure. a division game. York. I think they lose one. Tyrod Taylor is going to play for the because DeVito's done, right? Tommy DeVito, thanks, bye bye, right? Does he play next week? No, I I think his season's done. Yeah, uh, and it, so I think Tyrod Taylor is like I've been waiting for a chance to be a quarterback again. I want to be a starting quarterback. This is his chance. I think he goes into. I think it's a perfect storm of the Eagles stumbling in the playoffs. The 49ers have it locked in. Like I think they have a the number one seed locked in, and the Eagles go okay. Well, all we have to do is beat the Giants, and we're second seed. But Taylor, Tyrod Taylor wakes up and goes, "I'm going to ruin some days today." Comes in and beats the Eagles. Yeah, he just unfortunately has some bad luck with something. Like something bad luck's going to happen to him. Well, I that's what you know. What's funny is now that you say that, I'm like, I guarantee we see Tommy DeVito in that Week 17 game. <laughs> some 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 something's going to happen to Tyrod, and we're going to see Tommy DeVito again for sure. Um, well, I heard back- some. I heard some frustrating stuff for Tommy DeVito. What's Apparently, that? he's a little bit tired of this whole like Italian mobster thing, and he's he's trying to focus on playing football, especially when he's not winning. And like the um, the uh, giant social media team approached him. Yeah, this is all be bullshit stories on the internet, but uh, they approached him for like his ten best favorite soprano scenes, and he's like, "Oh, fuck off with this!" Like, I just, I just <laughs> play football, right? Like. <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you get you rise quickly and you have one thing about you that makes you stand out, which is that culture in New York, New Jersey is yeah. is very Italian, is that people are going to lean into it and it's going to get annoying. And the shitty part is that like I kind of hope he starts this weekend because he was bound to have a bad game. I don't think he's playing this weekend. I think it's already confirmed. Is it? Yeah. Talk about Taylor this weekend. See, that's the shitty thing. It's like he did so well, and of course he's going to have a bad game. He's not like perfect. The same with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's going to have bad games. Um, did you just defend Brock Purdy? No, but I don't know. I'm saying he's going to be bad because he's never been good. He's been good for a year and a half on a team that's amazing. I am more impressed by what Tommy DeVito did than I am about what Brock Purdy is doing. Brock Purdy was put into a position where every single skill position on offense with him is one of the better players in the league. He just has to make sure they get the ball. Doesn't and I know he's making good passes and he's throwing deep and stuff like that, but it just he has his succession with the team he has has to be better than his individual failures. They were not this week. No, he really four interceptions this weekend. You know what though? That was I'm not I'm not giving Brock Purdy the pass on that. He fucked up. But that seemed to be the the theme for the team because when Sam Darno came in, it didn't seem like the quarterback changed. The exact same thing continued with Sam Darno. Yeah, that, that's what it means. The team is not by the quarterback; it's by the rest of the team. However, they want to play that week. That's how it's decided. It's not going to be like, is Brock Purdy going to be good this week? No. So, is the team going to be good this week? The reason I give Brock Purdy the pass is, in my eyes, he's still a young, developing quarterback. Like he's not this coveted Heisman Trophy winning. A guy who came in that was supposed to be the savior of a franchise. He's still nope. a last place pick, young quarterback who's developing and should be improving. He's not somebody who's at his peak. I agree. So why is he being talked about as MVP? I do it mostly to piss you off. Like I thought, yeah, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey should get it 100%. over him. A hundred percent. So wait, can we talk about the 49ers um, Ravens game real quick? Because did you see yeah. Lamar Jackson get tripped by the referee? Yes, I did see that. Thoughts on the call. He got called for intentional grounding in the end zone when he threw the ball away after the referee tripped him. Um, and it, it ended up being it's a an unfortunate situation. It, it, it is what it is. Unfortunately, the referees are part of the field of play. And 
of course, they're supposed to get out of the way. He fell over and it, it's an unfortunate situation. Like there, there's, I don't see how you can not call it just because. But can't they're, they're you, there, right? Can't you use at some point in like hockey, common in sense hockey, in hockey, if you're, if the puck hits the referee and bounces into the, into the goal, it's a goal. They're part of the, they're part of the field of play. It's unfortunate, but it is part of it, right? If your pass hits a referee, if you run into a referee, it's it's unfortunate, but but the play that like that is such an evident like the reason he threw the ball was because the referee tackled him. Well, the referee fell over, and then then, then tackled him, and he tripped, tripped him over. really. So the referee shouldn't call for tripping. Yeah, it, it's the referees. The referee bumbled it. He bumbled it a, a thousand percent. But so why penalize a whole team for it? That's just that's the that's the rules of the game. Though so, I mean they're written they're written in the rule books like that is the, the that. that is the official rule. I get it. It's not ideal, but it that it was the existing rule. The referees are part of the field to play. The only thing I wish that would have happened was I wish they would have lost by two points. Which the Ravens would have lost by two points, so that my theory about whoever wins this game loses the Super Bowl would be even more evident that. The game would have went to overtime if the referee didn't trip Lamar Jackson, and that's why they win the Super Bowl this year. Right. So do you still stand by that theory that you don't <clears throat> want to show all your cards in this game because you're the two teams that could potentially meet in the Super Bowl, most likely meet in the Super Bowl, and you want to have a so thousand percent. San Francisco did that. I yeah, you want to yeah. Conspiracy, I think that they did that. They just said, well, you know what? We'll just play a game that we played. Not our conspiracy the same of the week. We haven't had a conspiracy of the week in a while. This is my conspiracy of the week. They that's said, it. let's have okay. the same game script as last week. So that's the footage that they're going to watch, that they beat us handedly. Everyone yeah. thinks that the Ravens are better than us. We go in as underdogs in the Super Bowl because they won the first game, and then we throw some weird shit at them, and that is why we win the Super Bowl, 1,000%. I always like believe that that's I, – I kind of want – I very much want to beat the Cowboys this Saturday night, but also like if we lose to the Cowboys, I'll be like, oh shit, that means that we're gonna get we're gonna get a little more tougher for a rematch in the playoffs if we have to play them. Yeah, I, that's the conspiracy of the week. 49ers <laughs> did not play their play. best. They left some things behind just so they knew they knew they got the NFC wrapped up. They know there's nobody in the NFC right now that's gonna beat them. No, they they very much should go into the playoffs thinking that they're the best team in the NFC, which they are a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Um, but but like that doesn't. They should still be worried about the Rams at the last game of the season. Because if what happens if if the Rams win, then they go to let's say they go to twelve and five because they're going to win. Niners clinch that division. Uh yes. Yes, yeah. they have because it's 49ers, uh, Rams are eight and seven, so they can't go to 12 or they can't even go to 11. Seahawks are eight and seven, they can't go to 11. Seahawks are kind of going down, eh? Do you still like them? Still like them make the playoffs? They, they've think. won their last two games, like convincingly, though, or just like stumbled. I mean, they, they just well, one of them the was Titans. the Eagles. Dude, the Eagles are like that was. That was a bad game for the Eagles, though. So? And they won 20 to 17 in the last two games. It was also Drew Locke that beat It was them. Drew Locke. That's what I mean. It's like, I think the Eagles went into that being like, we're playing Drew Locke. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Did Gino play this past weekend? I didn't see. Yeah, he did. Did he? He did well. I mean, he won Same the game. Same score. They won both games 20 to 17, I think. They beat the Titans and the yep. Eagles. 20 to 17. I mean, they'll make the playoffs. The the uh, yeah they're eight and seven. All they gotta do is win the next two games. Fate is in their hands. Fate is in their hands. Uh, all right, what's next on the docket here? We've talked. Oh, let's talk a little bit about Al Michaels. <clears throat> I love Al Michaels. I think Al Michaels has been around forever. He was the other voice in all of the Madden games growing up. Um, he's always been Monday Night Football, and then this year he went to Thursday Night Football, right? And he's very. He tells the truth but he's knowledgeable about the game and he has been taken off of playoff games. And the reason came out this week that the, that the, that why he's being taken off of the playoff games is because he said something about Taylor Swift that the network didn't like. 
Now, what are your thoughts on that bullshit that you're taking off what did he a say? legendary? What did he, say? he said, did he let's say? not make let's not make the show about a sideshow. Perfectly valid. 100 percent makes sense. Valid. We are here for football. Let's not make our telecast about the thing that's the person that's sitting in the booth watching football. Yeah. Let's not make this about a fan of a losing team right now. A team nobody likes. You could argue that she's the reason they're losing. Yeah. You could argue that. Like that, it just seems like a really dumb way to get yourself, like for them, not get yourself taken off the air for playoff, but a dumb way for the network to take somebody that everybody loves off of a playoff game for something that he's speaking for all true football fans. This is another facet of the NFL is just getting soft. It is. It's getting soft. It is getting yeah. soft. It is. Getting I don't soft. know if I'll be back next week. I might get pulled for this. Well, you might not be back next week. No. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later. Actually, I'll be in a different country next week. That's what I mean. Is like I don't know. Like, are you gonna be able to do the podcast from Brazil? Why not? They they got internet, don't they? Don't you want to be doing something else? No, there's nothing more I love than this. Are you, are you writing up all the notes for you to read? <laughs> Editing all our stuff? Saturday, you won't be watching the games because they'll be flying. Yeah. Well, it's only one game on Saturday. It's the Lions-Cowboys. But Sunday, you're going to be hanging out. You're not going to be wanting to watch football all day. I never watched any of it anyway. No, I've, ne I've never watched part. a game from start to finish in my life. This part I know. This part <laughs> everybody knows at this point. Now, But why are you going to want to sit down? I think it's a four-hour time zone difference from where you are. Yeah. So you're going to be... I guess I can help you out a little bit. But still, I, sure, bring your mic, bring your laptop. We'll figure it out. Man, I was, was going to bring it all. Yeah, I was already bringing it all. Like, all right, that's dedication. It's an hour folks. and a half a week. That's dedication. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's not a lot to talk about football, which we do anyways over the phone. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, um, okay. Here's the other side of it. I'll just be calling you to talk about the same stuff or messaging you. Do you want 600,000 text messages? You want to just get it out of the way in one uh, <laughs> Skype session? This whole reason that we started doing this podcast is so that I could just get it out of the way in an hour and not have to deal with 600 text messages. It's the reason this show got started. Yeah. Last thing this week, and then we'll move on to the next games. Hall of Fame finalists came out today. I'm just going to list them off. Oh, wait, wait, before we get there, before we get there. Yeah. In the AFC West division, who's your team now? What do you mean? Oh, you know exactly what I mean. In the I, AFC done, West division. done with the AFC West. You got to pick done. a team. You Why? Pick, there's four te there's four teams that you got to pick one. Not one of them. Not any of them. No, you have to. Why? You why know exactly to? why. Why? Because you just want me to. Well, because yeah, of course I want you to. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do it. No, that's not how it works. I mean, that's a thousand percent how it works. I don't have to pick Somebody team has to win the division. Somebody has to win the oh, division. Oh, who do you think? Is not who you think. Division? Who do you want? Who do I who want to win the division? Who is your team in that now? Who's best, your horse in that race? A horse in the race? I think Kansas City will win it. That's not what I asked. I think Kansas City, I'm not cheering for any of them. You have to cheer for one. No, I don't. Well, because you have to cheer for the inevitability. I I would like the race. Okay. We had some technical difficulties there, so I don't know when this stopped or where we can cut to, but you got your kicks in with the Raiders stuff. Can we now please move on? We can move on. But the technical difficulties are on your end, not on my end. Thousand percent, thousand percent on my end. This computer is a piece of junk. Um, okay, before we go on to next week's stuff, Hall of Fame finalists. I'm going to read them off. There's 15, I believe. I'm going to read them off. You just tell me yes or no. That's all I need from you right away. Okay. Okay. Reggie Wayne. Yes. Okay. Tory Holt. Well, I I do have a question before we go too deep. Okay. How many go. of these guys are first ballots? A uh, handful. How many? Like, I know Devin Hester is obviously, we've been on about him before. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, I actually don't know the first. Uh, Julie Peppers, Antonio Gates, uh, Dwight Freeney, and someone else I think are our first ballots. Okay, so Reggie Wayne's been on there before. I don't know, to be honest. Oh. Maybe. If I press another thing, I'm like, Safari button here, this whole computer's going to freeze and we're going to get cut off again. Okay. But I mean, like, just yes or no, should they be in the Hall of Fame is what we're looking for at this stage of the questioning. Tori Holt. Yes. Okay. Andre Johnson. Ah, uh, it's getting tougher. I, I can't. 
Yes, but like all three of these guys, not at the same time. I don't think they take them all. Like, they, so I, then I can't just tell me, all. just tell me who you think gets in. Out of everybody we're looking here, let's just go through the names first. That's what I'm trying to do. You keep yeah, just you're, changing you're, the game because I got a system here. If you're throwing here. a question a at me, it's going to require some analysis and some there's thought, a, and it's going to slow things down. Just a quick yes or oh, no. I've already realized the slowing things down part. Yeah. So but that's what I'm saying. Names. Right now, just yes, they get in this year. Just yes or no. That's all I'm looking for. Do they get in this no. year? Yes or no. Andre Johnson, no. No. Devin Hester, no. No. Jared Allen, defensive end. No. Antonio Gates, tight end. No. I I, I don't think anybody gets in this Julius year. Julius Peppers. Somebody's going to get in. I, the, your game is – I'm out. I'm out of the game. I don't I, understand. I don't, I don't understand why you're out of the game. Because uh, it, it, it just it's not a game I can just say yes or no that quickly to one of them who gets in. It, it's, it requires more analysis for me. But there's not. It's, just, it's a fun game you're supposed to play. Sometimes fun games, Puya, just come at you in life, and you play them, and you just carry on with your day. Never been that fun. Okay. Well, here's the, you've ruined it. You've yeah. ruined the whole thing. We're gonna. So Why don't we're not we play it with anymore. I ask you? We're not even going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, we're done. What I was going to say was you said yes or no. You probably would have said yes or no to like half the list. Yeah. Only five of these names are getting in. There's only five guys that are going to get in from this list. Yeah. So I was eventually going to narrow it down so that the viewers had an educated opinion off of who we think after we narrow it down, lower and lower is going to get in. But you've gone ahead and you've sewered the whole thing. You sewered me. You sewered the game. Our fans are frustrated with you. And now here so we you are. You put too much pressure on me. I knew only like five of them were getting in. And I'm looking at it. It's like, yeah, pressure this guy makes could diamonds. get in. This guy could pressure get in. This guy could get diamonds. in. This guy could get in. Pressure. Oh, I makes don't think diamonds. this guy's going to get in this year. Pressure makes diamonds. Pressure makes diamonds, but you got to come prepared for the finals. Non pressure. Sometimes pressure just comes at you. And how you deal with it is you turn into a diamond or you just get burned up into ash. You know how I dealt with it? I deferred it to you. Yeah. But you, you ruined it. You ruined it. Do I just go through the rest of the names? No, I don't want to talk about this at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I hate why, why don't we come back list. to it? Once I hate five. everybody on this list. No, but our boy Devin Hester's got to get it. I think Devin Hester gets in. I think Reggie Wayne gets in. I think Andre Johnson gets in. I think Rodney Harrison gets in. That's four that I'm at. Yeah. Um, I think Jared Allen gets in. And I think Willie Anderson gets in. That's what I think. But that wasn't a fun game. No, that was a difficult game. It wasn't difficult at all. It was very easy. You just chose not to play. You made it difficult. Because I didn't want to be wrong. What's the game of the week, Puyo? This week coming up, what's the game of the week? The game of the week is... You start listing off names for Hall of Famers. <laughs> and I cower in fear whether they're going to get into the Hall of Fame or not. Okay, oh. I, we got two. We got two. Okay. We got Miami of Baltimore just because that has big implications for well, uh, playoffs. Places. Yeah. Yeah. And also the Dolphins kind of got a Dolphins have to kind of, I know they just beat the Cowboys, right? Yeah, but they gotta kind of also prove themselves against like this is the best team in the AFC. So if they want to get to the Super Bowl, they're going to need to beat the Ravens. But Baltimore wants to keep that uh, buy as well, thousand percent. So this is a huge so, game, yeah. huge game. Completely agree. It has a lot. And then uh, Detroit Dallas. You already kind of touched on this one. Why this one's important? Both these teams, Dallas is trying to win their not only their division, but they're also trying to get a buy. Uh, I don't know if they can get the buy. It might be a little bit out of reach. And Detroit as well. Detroit is tied for the best record in the nfc right now they don't have the tiebreaker but no this that's a huge game especially because like i said i don't want the rams yeah coming in in detroit so like that i and i very much want to beat the cowboys i'm sick and tired of like every time where we win a game people are like yeah brand new lions and then every time we lose a game people are like same old lions it's the brand new lions we're gonna beat the cowboys we want to beat the cowboys we need to beat the cowboys let's go out and beat the cowboys and as much as all four of these teams, I'm sure, would like to kind of rest some players, they're they're not there yet. No, they got to play hard. They, they three, these are these are win must win games. The Lions can still get the the number one seed in in the NFC. 
Yeah. They're tied Absolutely. for it right now. Oh, yeah. They're tied for it right now. Um, okay, so we are actually... Uh, wait, 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 bad game of the week. This is your favorite segment. I do like so, the bad game of the week. Two bad teams playing against each other. Who do we have this week? So there's not a ton of horrible games. Like most of the games where it's one horrible team are playing against a team that's got something to prove. Right. You do have Atlanta and Chicago, which both have nothing. They, but Atlanta is a good team. Like Atlanta could still make the playoffs, right? Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta has something to play for. That's what I mean. Atlanta has something to play for. They can win their division still. Their division yes, is is garbage. Yes, um, anytime Carolina is playing, it's a bad, it's a bad team. But what's Carolina playing for? Carolina is playing not to give the Bears the first overall pick. Are they? What do they care? It's just kind of embarrassing to do. Uh, you know, it's already embarrassing for them. Who yeah. gives a shit about the Bears? It'd actually be more embarrassing to give the Bears the first pick and then have them pass on the best player because they get so confused about what they're supposed to do. You could set them up for failure. Yeah. Spite like, move. A spite what, what, pick. It's spite you, number one overall pick. Do you happen to know who's the current highest ranked uh, college um, player right now? Well, everybody everybody wants Caleb Williams. I don't I don't think he's even the best quarterback coming out, but he seems to be the guy that everyone seems to be gravitating towards. It's back to him? Yeah, but he came out on Instagram and liked somebody's message or Twitter or something, X, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, said Somebody said, Chicago, um, we don't want Chicago to draft Caleb Williams. We want Rodney Harrison, or uh, sorry, Marvin Harrison Jr., and he liked it on Twitter. So that's the whole thing now going on with him. I don't like him. I don't like Caleb Williams. I wouldn't want him no. on my team either. No. So, but he's, everyone's saying he's the best player in the draft. I kind of like Jaden Jaden um, Daniels better. Right. We also got another hopeless game. The Chargers who have gone nowhere against the Broncos Chargers. who essentially gave up on their season. Yeah. Uh, that is what they did when they, when they put uh, Russell Wilson as their second quarterback. They gave up on their season. But you know what, though? It might actually pay off for them. And hear me out. This has been the year of the backup QB, and a lot of these backup QBs have had a good couple you know, couple games that made them think, like, hey, this kid could have something. You know, these little uh, Tommy DeVito runs or the Jake Browning runs, right? Joe Flacco, yep. Well, Joe Flacco is also a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. So is Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, he was his, ba- he was his backup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, who's their backup? I forget his name. The Bron- it, Broncos. Uh, Stidham. Jared Stidham. Yeah, Jared Stidham. What if he just has a couple impressive showings and by game, you know, he wins two games, which we've seen a few backups do this year. I think they still, I think um, Sean Payton has somebody in mind. I think he knows the guy he wants to be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos I'm not next saying year. For, I'm, not, I'm not saying for next year. I'm saying for... This year, because as we were talking about, their playoff hopes are not technically dead. Correct. If they can win out two games and um, the Chiefs drop them, they potentially can. They made playoffs, but I mean, what, like, so what? what is the, I, I still don't know the benefit of putting Stidham in there. You think that it's the miracle second QB tends to get two wins out, out the gate when they come in? So maybe he's going to save this season? year. This year's been the year of the backup QB. It hasn't worked with Russell. Why not? Thousand percent. I think. It, I don't think that's his motivation for doing it. I agree with you. It is a uh, Russell. We're shipping you out of town. Go fuck yourself. Go, you know, Broncos country. Let's ride. Ride the pine. Kind of. Yeah. State, Broncos right? like that's, country. Let's ride the pine. I like that. That's the title of this. That's the title of this episode. Broncos country. Let's ride. Dot 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 the pine. Love it. Great work. Now we still, uh, we're getting into it. Did I make up for that game I ruined? Yeah, you did. We uh, (laughs) got, never. I'm going to be angry about that forever. Okay. I am three. You are 28 for 46 on the season. I am 25 for 46. If you go 0 3 this year, I purposely chose games that you didn't pick so that I could try to come back and take this thing over again. Who do you have? Let us know. I got one that for many years, the reverse was like almost a guarantee. I got the Bills over the Pats. Saw that. Bills, I was going to take that as well, but I did not. 
but Bills well, are because the Bills are fighting for that playoff spot. They ha- yeah. they have it right now. I'm pretty sure they have it right now, and they're just clawing to keep it. Yep, they win. They're they one of the hottest it. teams in the FC. They're scary. The Pats, the Pats, the Pats. I like this Zappy kid though. I for exactly. some reason I've kind of I've I've grown attached to kind of liking you know watching him celebrate like he's he, he's like a kid he's out of he's like a kid in a candy store right like he doesn't seem like an NF like a pro like yeah. he looks like he's so happy just to be there. Caleb Williams is I think he wants to go to the Patriots is what I think what is where right. his best situation would be. What's your next? Oh, do you want me to go my next game in or you? No, no I'll do mine all three. All right, do them. Um, we got the Browns. We like our boy Joe Flacco. Uh, you do. I don't. Well, I, I I like the story. I never cared. I never cared for him until the last few games. I like don't the like story his... of him coming coming in, taking Deshaun Watson's spot. And... I like that he took Deshaun Watson's spot. That's what I'm saying. I like his story for this year. I yeah. couldn't have ever given a shit about the name Joe Flacco before yeah. this. Get him out of here. But this has made me. This has made me like Joe Flacco. The last and few the... games. Games in um, Cleveland, Browns are seven and a half point favorites. They're in a playoff spot right now. The yeah. Jets could win this out of spite, though. Because apparently they asked Joe Flacco to come back after the Aaron Rodgers injury, and he said, go fuck yourselves. Well, yeah. So we got a spite game. This is a spite game. That's great. We love spite games. But also, don't you not side with um, Joe Flacco on this one that he's got more spite? They're asking him to come back. A thousand percent. They already had him. A thousand percent. You let me go, and oh, your big superstar will get down. Yep, nope, thousand percent. But I have Brees Hall on my fantasy football finals, so I got to root against the. the right. I got to root against them. Um, and then I'm taking the Rams over the Giants. The Rams, Rams are over the Giants. Hot. No, Rams, Rams are, are great. And the Giants stink. It's in New York. Rams are five and a half point favorites. I think that's a lock. That's a lock of a lock. Yeah. Which sucks because I need you to lose games so that I can come back and win. But you seem you to not be doing that. You put your picks in earlier. And then you can't pick those picks. No, because you just choose the same picks that I had and then uh, you win. No, I wouldn't do that. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm making a spite chance. You do it out of spite. Um, I got the Texans over the Titans in Houston. Game, whoever wins gets the jerseys, is what we should say. Whoever wins gets the Oilers jerseys. Uh, Texans are five point favorites. Uh, no, it's in Houston, I said, last week I said I would die on that hill. I'm not going back on that. <laughs> CJ Stroud's probably gonna be back for this game. Shouldn't be in concussion protocol for another week. My next game, I got Niners. They are 13 point favorites over the Commanders in Washington. Easy game to pick. I've chosen easy ones because I need to get back in this. Um, and then I got the Jaguars over the Panthers in Jacksonville. My only concern is Trevor Lawrence. If he doesn't play this game, I don't know if they win it. But that's it. That's all we got. Um, I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday on this past weekend. And we got a great Saturday night game, 5.15 p.m. on the West Coast. That means 8.15 p.m. on the East Coast. Lions in Dallas. Um, Go Lions. I haven't been on an airplane since before the pandemic. Yeah, good luck to you. Good luck to you. You also have an ear problem, so that's going to be an issue for you, I think. No, no, it'll be fine because I get submerged every day, which is the same thing as the, the opposite true. way of pressure. The so opposite I'm, way. So maybe it'll pop up. I, I, I'm thinking it might just fix everything. That's but what I think too. My question is, do they have Wi-Fi on airplanes now? Can I watch yes. this game? Yes, they have Wi-Fi. If I can you watch sign up for it, I think it'd be $9 for Wi-Fi for the trip. So it's nine bucks to watch the game? Yeah. Okay, that's easy. I can watch the game. I would hope that you would. You have an NFL podcast. Yeah, well, I've, the only thing limiting me is that I'm on an airplane and I don't have access to the game. Well, you have Wi-Fi. Well, yeah, well, that's why I was asking because I haven't been on an airplane in a long time. And the airplanes don't always have Wi-Fi. This but one should. I'm it's, assuming going around, it's one around the world. It's like 16 flights, though. I know. It's a nightmare. I don't know how you're going to do it. I, I specifically chose not to do it a couple of years ago. Yeah. You're volunteering to do it. Not volunteering. I- Paying to do it. Paying to do it. Big All right, everybody. Have a wonderful uh, week 17. We only got one of these left, and, and then we get into the playoffs, obviously. So enjoy. Hey, if you're a fan of Formula One, then I've got the perfect podcast for you. The Pit Stop Podcast, presented by the Ordinary Podcasting Network. After every single race of the Formula One schedule, Jordan and Tyler will break it down, give you some news, analysis, insight, before answering your questions and setting you up for the next race. 
That's the Pit Stop Podcast, available everywhere you get your podcasts. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.